You're listening to the O Shift Audio Blog, hosted by Jennifer Powers and Mark Tucker, a weekly boost for shift heads all across the world. Welcome to the O Shift Audio Blog. This is Mark Tucker and Jennifer Powers. Hello to everybody out there. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Well, we've been on the road quite a bit, haven't we, Jennifer? Yeah, Powers? we sure have. Fall gets busy, although summer was busy too. Seeing all kinds of neat places. That's true. It's nice to get out of Portland when it's uh, all rainy and wet. I know, I know. Portland's a great place, but uh, wintertime, not my favorite. Mm-hmm. You've heard I, me say that, though. I think I've heard a lot of people <laughs> say that. It's <laughs> a little dark and icky. <laughs> yeah, but if we're in your neighborhood, or if you want to find out if we are, just send me an email at marketoshift.com. We'd love to swing by and uh, see what's going on at your event. Yipper duty. Yeah, it's fun. Bring some shift. <laughs> Any places you'd like to um, get this year, Jen, that yeah, you've never been? I want to go to the East Coast. The East Coast hasn't quite discovered O-Shift mm-hmm. as much as I'd like. So, Plus, it's my old stomping ground. Right, right. Mm, no we, reason we can go to New Jersey. What if we got there and they said there's a sign that had a picture of your face and a big line <laughs> through it? <laughs> I oh, have. I thought you meant like there was a picture of me and there was a line waiting to see me. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> Not a that's, line that's through my accurate. face. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, yo. So don't you're not welcome back. Tough crowd. <laughs> well, let's hope that doesn't happen. That's a perfect segue actually into our topic today. Yeah, this is one that you said we should talk about. I want to know more about what your what your meaning. Well, I work uh with a lot of clients through my coaching and audience members that suffer from low self-worth. Okay. And I see this showing up a lot. Mm, Men, women, I don't think it it's it doesn't discriminate. Okay. And it really is quite an epidemic. I don't know how we got like this. I don't know if it's generational. I don't know if it's true for like millennials. But people that I work with, you know, between the ages of like 30 and 60 right. tend to have low self-worth. And I get it. I really get it. Like, you know, as a coach, I hear a lot of people share their innards Mm -hmm. and it resonates with me a lot. Yeah, you're probably hearing more than because it's not something that you really go around and saying if you're feeling low, you're feeling right. A lack of self-worth. You're not necessarily saying, hey, I feel like I don't I'm not worth anything. Yeah. But it's something that's so common that. Unfortunately, maybe if there was a forum or something where people mm-hmm. just felt free, I guess that's where you come in. Yeah, I'm not going to have a forum, but I will tell you here <laughs> in this forum that um, you're not alone and that I personally have and do still experience triggers. Yeah. So maybe like what I want to point out is that there are triggers because I would not have thought of myself as someone who has low self-worth. Right. But I can see it being triggered in me at times where it's quite obvious now hmm. that uh, that I do. And it usually comes when I get, and you know this about me, when I get poor right. service in a restaurant. Right, which happens in Portland. Yeah, it's mostly poor service in Portland. Mm-hmm. And um, they those moments really get me like sad, mad, angry, depending on my hormonal fluctuation. Mm-hmm. I'm something, one of the above. And I'm starting to realize that it has to do with... Um, tapping or t- touching something in me that makes me feel like that person doesn't think I'm worthy of receiving good service. And just to be clear, I mean, we've had moments, not to make Portland service sound like scary, but there have mm. been times when it's been like outright rude, when you've asked yeah. for uh, a resolve of a situation and they've just come mm-hmm. right back 
told you to piss off mm-hmm. basically it's basically like, wow yeah yeah it's something and, and and you get upset about that so you're saying that it's not just the the justice of the situation it's actually triggering something for you yeah because i think about it i get upset and you could receive that same service and you don't get upset right. or someone else a friend of mine could get and they don't get upset mm-hmm. um so for me that is a that's a reminder or that's sort of like an awareness that I've come to lately that that's like a trigger. And I always wondered, why am I so adamant about good service? Because I think that's one way that I can uh, affirm my self-worth. Huh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Well, it is. And I've seen you and I, it's, it, it differs. I mean, you've had bad service and, and not necessarily reacted strongly. And then there's other times where you've, I've seen you act react kind of emotionally because yeah. it's like you've asked for justice mm-hmm. and um, justice they, yeah then they haven't given it to you and i mean i've seen you react like i said emotionally and um whereas yeah i i didn't so it's interesting to know what that's yeah like happening. why are some people okay with good service or with shitty service sorry why are okay <laughs> I'll, you know. I'll start over. <laughs> why are some people okay? So yeah, why are some people okay with crappy service and other people are not? Like right. that that's yeah. gotta be tapping into something seriously like deeper. Yeah. Anyway, I say this not to talk about service in Portland or my <laughs> hang ups, but to say like there are issues, like it's it's helpful. The way I got to this was I asked myself, what is it about what is it that makes me want to react in such an emotional way when I get poor service? And, you know, looking at that, it helped me become aware that maybe I do have some work to do on my self-worth. And that maybe like as much as I say, you know, we could say all day long, oh, I'm totally worthy. I'm totally worthy. But it's different to like say that and actually embody it. Mm -hmm. So it opened my eyes and I'm just wondering if there's some stuff out there that trigger you, you guys, that could maybe shine some light on who you are in the world and what, um, I don't want to say hangups, but what issues that um, still are left unresolved. Right. Let me ask you something. It's this this idea of of worthiness and um, what makes it's so important. We've talked a lot about the power of words and Mm -hmm. how they sort of affirm uh, how we're supposed to feel, but why is feeling worthy so important to our, our success in life? Um, I don't know. Okay, so I would answer it backwards and say, I think we don't feel worthy because we weren't told or shown that we were worthy. Mm, okay. We were shown otherwise. So now that doesn't explain why it's important. I think, and you, you'll probably agree, babe, it's, it's tribal. It's definitely anthropological. Mm-hmm. We feel like if we are uh, a contributing source to the tribe, we are worthy of being okay. there. Okay. And so anytime we get words of affirmation or good service right. or I love you or a loving touch or something, we feel affirmed that we are safe. Okay, I like that. Safe in the tribe. Huge. It's, so it's huge. You know, it's... I don't want to take for granted that we're even supposed to feel worthy, but so I want some, some, you know, what's behind it. And I, I totally agree with that. If we're not feeling worthy, then our whole survival is really yeah. at risk. Like literally we'll be eaten by the bear and we won't get any antelope for dinner. So people that are suffering from a feeling of unworthiness, it's, it's just a sort of a, 
sort of scratching at their soul almost. Yeah. It's hard to travel through life with a sense of unworthiness. Because we're still walking around with that that brain. Don't ask me, people, what part of that brain that is. But it's that um, amygdala or whatever. Sure. Reptilian brain. <laughs> now I'm really making stuff up. But um, that part of that tribal stem of our brain that is very dependent on others okay. and their approval uh, for us being safe. So would you say then the first step is like just thinking about the area that you might feel unworthy? I mean, for our listeners, I mean, to sort of think about where, where am I feeling unworthy and what, what how can I change that story? Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm wondering now, since we went into that, you asked me that why, or wh- why do we need that? I'm just wondering if we could start with just recognizing that that's where it comes right. from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like really thinking about it. Like, huh, if I feel unworthy, there's a very good reason for my need mm-hmm. for, you know, feeling worthy yeah. and deserving of safety, of love, of care, of protection, of food, you know, all those things. Sure. Um, so just like sit with that and just be with that because I think before we can address something, we need to know, like I always say, in order to fine tune your clock, you have to know what makes it tick, right? right? So like recognize that that is a piece of who you are anthropologically nice. and then see how, see what happens, okay. make some observations. Okay. So it's just to start with that. Yeah, I think so. Start with that. Mm-hmm, okay, I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I like it. I like this conversation. Maybe it'll come up again in the future. We'll take the next step. You never know. All right. In the meantime, you are worthy of everything that is great and everything that is yours. So love yourself. Thanks for listening. To get your free copy of O-Shift or hear more audio blogs, head over to oshift.com. While there, find out how you can get more involved with the worldwide O-Shift movement.